Good morning, everyone, and thank you for tuning in today. It is Thursday, April the 9th, if you're trying to keep count. If you're not, that's okay, too. We won't blame you. Today, we are going to get some updates on Franklin County and straight from the source. We are speaking today with Jason Lovins with the Franklin County Sheriff's Department. How are you today, sir? Oh, doing pretty good. How are you? I am great. No complaints, for good sure. Deal. So, good deal. Well, of course... You know, there's a pandemic. So normally I would just love to chit-chat with you, but we would like to see what's going on. You guys, lots of things happening with Franklin County, and you have a task force at hand. So can you tell us a little bit about the task force, like who's in it, what you guys are, how often you're meeting, and, and what, what's going on with that? Sure. Um, back in uh, on March uh, 15th, our health department uh, released uh, Franklin County's first presumptive positive case for COVID-19. That following Monday, she had made contact with uh, officials at the uh, government center, our our commissioners, our EMA, um, several other folks um, regarding the information. So we decided to put together a uh, task force uh, assembled with uh, folks from uh, the sheriff's office, uh, EMA, the health department, commissioners, uh, county council, auditor's office, uh, generally, the stakeholders in uh, the county government. Uh, so we started meeting that uh, very first Monday morning, uh, looking to see how we can address, mitigate the impact, and, and so forth. Perfect. And you guys meet almost daily, is that correct? We do. We meet uh, at least twice a day. It first started out, we were meeting at the government center. Uh, with uh, our EMA, our EMA director established the Emergency Operations Center, which is uh, just a facility to where we can get together and meet. We have uh, certain things set up with computers to where we can interact with other agencies throughout the state of Indiana. We can post to them what we are doing. They can post what they are doing, and we can see what each other's doing and see what's working somewhere, what's not working, and, and continually uh, to adjust our, our plan. So with her doing that, that allowed us um, to really open up the line of communications through um, throughout the uh, area. So we've been meeting again twice a day. Um, we have started to meet via a conference call um, just because we wanted to reduce the risk of our exposure. Uh, with meeting so often and trying to go over information as it comes in daily. So, yeah, we are, we are still meeting at least twice a day, just now we're doing it remotely. So Franklin County is an interesting county because there isn't technically, well, I guess technically, no, no, I guess Margaret Mary Health is in Ripley County. I had to try to think where my birth certificate was. So since Franklin County is a county that doesn't actually have a hospital in its seat, how are you guys directing citizens in Franklin County if they feel like they need to get medical help? We're advising them to contact their uh, their physician. Um, if they don't have a health care physician, uh, we're, we're directing them to contact an urgent care such as uh, if they're from the Brookville area, such as the uh, Margaret Mary Urgent Care on the south side of Brookville. Absolutely. Great advice. Now, for most people, though, are you are, does Franklin County go along with the rest of the state in um, if you don't have if you don't have severe symptoms, are you advising people to stay home and isolate? 
Absolutely, and that's one of the things we wanted to urge about uh, if you're feeling some of the symptoms, call first before you go to the doctor. Get that advice from your physician, or even, like I said, if you don't have one, at least call an urgent care center prior to going. But absolutely, stay at home. You know, we, we're going through something that uh, I don't know that uh, anybody that I know of has been through. Uh, this is new territory as far as a pandemic would go. So in order to help your loved ones, help our community, we're urging everybody to stay at home. Even, even if you've had the symptoms and recovered, even if you've never had the symptoms, just please stay at home and we can get through those. Now, what, is, what would you say is probably the top question that your office at the Sheriff's Department would field from citizens each day? A lot of it uh, is usually, how are things going? Do you think we've reached the peak? Um, and then we all obviously get questions about uh, the governor's order, the uh, stay at home unless it's essential travel. Um, a lot of the questions are, well, what is essential? Do you, do you just, is this essential? Do you ter- determine this is essential? So those are generally our, our uh, biggest questions. Yeah, that is the one thing. Essential seems to be a very vague term um, from county to county and sometimes city to city. And so I can see why that's confusing, definitely. Now, I will say here, one of the top questions we field in our office on a regular basis is questions from Franklin County citizens on the orange travel status. So could you tell us a little bit more in depth and what that means for Franklin County residents? Right. The uh, orange travel status uh, was put into place uh, by our commissioners uh, very early on. Um, it goes, it uh, coincides with the governor's stay-at-home uh, stay order to, uh, you know, only be out for essential travel. And there we get that word, essential, again. Um, so to and from work, to and from the grocery store, to and from, you know, if you have to fill up your car with gas to get to and from work, places like that. Um, stay at home there you know there's no reason to go out and visit neighbors if you have family members call them on the phone if you want to talk to um, you know you can do video chats or whatever the case may be but the orange is basically only essential travel so again throwing that word essential out there again it is to and from work to and from the grocery store to if you have to go out to hit a drive-through to get some food something along those lines, necessary medical appointments, picking up prescriptions, um, along those lines. Now, last weekend, you guys had uh, several problems with um, Haspen Acres and the commissioners and the actually the health officer deemed it needing to be closed. Um, is the overall sentiment in the county that that was the best option? It was. Um, what uh, what we were looking at, uh, again, there was uh, some vague descriptions in the order about essential and what's not essential. Um, so we were trying to navigate through some waters, looking up, our, our commissioner's attorney was looking up uh, case law, you know, legal standards, um, trying to make sure we were following the letter of the law to be able to uh, help out. Um, there, there was a lot of traffic going to and from Hasperen Acres. It was really packed up there. 
Um, a couple of our officers on the scene described uh, large groups of people gathering, social distancing uh, wasn't being um, followed. Um, so that was communicated to our um, health officer who worked with the commissioners, um, who worked with the commissioner's attorney to try to draft this uh, order to go ahead and close it down. Absolutely. I completely agree with your guys's. Um, sentiments and an order on this for sure now one thing that you know today's weather it's going to be in the mid to upper 70s and to me that makes people think maybe it's time to get the boat out on the lake and one of the things with the governor's order is that state parks are still allowed to be open is the upcoming boating season a concern on your guys's agenda Oh, absolutely. We, we, it's something uh, we've been discussing in the meetings, uh, boating, camping. Um, you know, th those are the things we've been talking about uh, um, amongst others um, for the last several days, several weeks. Um, and we understand that the governor's order does continue to allow boating um, and outdoor activities such as that as long as people are maintaining those social distances. Um, what we're encouraging folks is, you know, the lake is going to be there. They're not going to drain it anytime soon. Come back another time. Come back when this is all over. Because what you're doing is you're potentially exposing yourself by coming into the community. You're potentially, if, you, if you've already got it, you're potentially exposing it to folks in our community who don't have it, uh, whether it's stopping off at a gas station um, or using an ATM, um, things like that. They're just coming out and there have been times where people will um, tie their boats together up on the lake and, and just hang out and um, enjoy the weather. So we're just asking to hold off. Um, there's going to be plenty of time once we get through this. Let's just work on staying, um, staying at home, um, you know, abiding by those orders. Take care of yourself. Don't take that chance in, in exposing yourself to uh, this virus yeah. it, it isn't worth it absolutely nothing is as worth the chance of of possibly losing your loved ones from a from a virus that literally you could just sit at home and do nothing to prevent right right and and one of the things that i i do want to add is not only do we have the lake but we've got the rivers and we've got mm -hmm. two canoe liveries on the river and I've, I want to give them both a huge huge shout out because uh, um, Commissioner uh, Linkle had been in contact with their representatives and and they have voluntarily agreed to hold off on opening their liveries until Memorial Day weekend so you know I want to give those guys a huge shout uh, and appreciation for putting the, uh, the safety of our community uh, up front and foremost absolutely and that was probably a really hard decision to um, when it comes to business and being able to you know make money for your living um, but also make sure right. that your community stays safe so clearly they made um, a hard but but good choice for sure Ab absolutely and and you know that's just something uh, you know they stepped up and we can't thank them enough now how are your officers staying safe through all this because you can't not respond to calls Right. Um, you know, ours, ours is just one of those things we're going to have to interact with the public. Um, we're, we've reduced uh, the, the types of calls that we're responding to, like if somebody calls in for uh, they bought an out-of-state vehicle and, and they're needing the title check, we've, we've 
put those to the side. Um, we're not doing those. Uh, we are responding to the calls that need to be responded to, emergencies uh, and those type of stuff. Um, but our officers have been equipped with uh, masks and gloves. Our, uh, our EMA through the um, emergency operations center has reached out. We've been able to at least procure some stuff. Um, but, again, we are in the same boat as everybody else. We're lagging. We're running behind. Uh, we're running out of of equipment, um, but for the most part, the guys are protecting themselves, putting on the masks when they're interacting with the public, gloves, and then obviously disinfecting uh, their vehicles and washing their hands. So they're doing a pretty good job of uh, trying to stay healthy. That's important. Have you had anyone so far that has had to quarantine themselves? Um, we have had a couple people that did not test positive, um, but they had to, they just becoming um, involved with somebody who's been exposed. Uh, they did self-quarantine until they met the guidelines. That We had one officer um, that had to do that. Um, but again, they never tested positive. They did the self-quarantine. They did the self-assessments um, of uh, taking in their temperatures and uh, twice a day and things like that and is actually now back to work. Well, that's um, wonderful that they definitely were looking out for not only their own health but the health of citizens by following those rules. So Absolutely. One thing I've noticed that on the Franklin County website you guys have put together your own coronavirus information stuff that um, is important to Franklin County citizens. Um, do you have? Did you have any part in this website? with uh making suggestions that was all done through our task force um one of our uh, office heads um is who primarily makes any additions changes to the website so um the task force has been working through uh through them to uh, add all of that information onto the website well definitely i give an a plus to your task force for that it has everything from local media information um, health information as well as food pantries. Have you noticed is food insecurity a, a major issue in Franklin County? Um, the food? Yeah. Nah, not too bad. Um, there is the food pantries open. You know, one thing you can say about Franklin County and a lot of the surrounding counties as well, when, when there's a need, people step up. Um, so we get the we get the food. There's um, a place that uh, we store the stuff that uh, is donated and that's worked out through our um, local United Way chapter. They've got volunteers that if somebody calls and say we're in need of this, um, they're really good about making that arrangement with their volunteers to drop off and, and as well as with our um, health department. Uh, they're in constant communication um, with uh, our folks who are in quarantine or, or uh, have tested positive or both. And they're constantly asking them, hey, is there anything you guys need? Do we, do we need to bring you food? Do we need to bring you supplies? Um, so right now, we're pretty good on that. That is awesome. I definitely applaud the citizens and, and your task force and everyone involved with that. Another thing I really applaud is that we know the seriousness of of the pandemic of the of the virus um it's drilled in all of us it's in the news unfortunately you hear me saying it all the time and other news sources 
Um, but the one thing that we don't get to hear a lot about are the people that are recovering. And that's one thing that you guys are reporting. Um, can you tell us about some of the successes so far that Ripley or Franklin County has seen? Oh, absolutely. You know, that, that was one of the things that we had discussed about, uh, you know, once we started getting positives, okay, we've put the information out there. We've alerted our community that, you know, this virus has made it here. Take the necessary precautions. But one of the things we wanted to make sure we pushed out were positives, um, no pun intended, uh, but the positive information about people being released from quarantine, people being um, who, who have recovered. Um, so we really wanted to highlight that. Um, we hopefully maybe can get some people um, who have recovered to talk to the media. That is one of the things that our uh, health department is offering just uh, when they when they talk to them okay you've met the criteria you've been released by the way would you be interested here are their contact information feel free to call so they're at least offering that we really want to push um, the fact that this is for the most part a survivable virus yes there are unfortunately a lot of deaths around the the community around the state around the world right. um, from this but at the same time understand there are people who are, who have survived this so we really wanted to push that information out and as of right now almost one-third of our positive cases are have now recovered and been released and that doesn't include the numbers of uh, family members who were in self-quarantine um, to help keep them from getting it as well so those numbers are a lot more as well absolutely that's wonderful news to hear for sure and anyone out there in franklin county or anyone else that has gone through this and recovered please feel free to reach out to me 812-934-5111 or email me at news at wrbiradio.com i'd be happy to share your story because the important part is um being able to teach people on how to stop it um and, and that, I would say, I, it sounds like your um, positive people that have recovered are able to stop the, you know, stop the flow of the, of the virus. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, we really appreciate uh, the opportunity to be able to even talk to them, um, be able to get their story out that, uh, you know, what they experienced what was uh, their initial symptoms that caused them to reach out and get tested. Um, so anything like that, we really appreciate the input that they can provide. Exactly. Well, while we wrap up here, are there any points that we need to get across to Franklin County and to the rest of southeastern Indiana that you would like to share with us? One of the big things, again, remind everybody to stay at home. We will get through this. Um, this is something that we will get through as a community. Um, so have a little patience. It, uh, it will get through it in time, um, and things will hopefully start getting back to normal. For the information that we're putting out, um, obviously they can monitor the uh, website at uh, franklincounty.in.gov, all spelled out, Franklin County in.gov with the information regarding coronavirus plus we uh, obviously are pushing out information through uh, 
our Facebook page at the uh, Franklin County Sheriff's Department as well as the Health Department's face, Facebook page at uh, Franklin County Health Department. All right. Well, sir, thank you very much for speaking with us today, and stay healthy. I, I appreciate it, and I appreciate what you guys are doing on helping getting the message out to stay home. Um, that is so vital. So thank you for all, all that you guys are doing to help push out the message, too.